Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your email messages. I've got a couple. Looks like um, one of them wants to vote for Ryan Day as the coach who dropped the ball <clears throat> in his uh, big coaching endeavor over the weekend. And uh, the poll is still up on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Jack Windsor with a D W I N D S O R. You can vote. Uh, about seven hours left. Ryan Day is is winning right now. That's <laughs> probably the win he didn't want. He's going against Kevin Stefanski. And uh, the winner is the one who failed at coaching in a big game over the weekend. Yeah, I know. It's uh, small potatoes compared to some of the stuff we're talking about. Uh, what we are talking about right now, <clears throat> before we jump over to a caller, is Real Clear Politics Elections 2024. Nationally, Trump, 61.6% among GOP voters. DeSantis, 13.7%. Haley, 9.8%. In Iowa, however, Trump, 47 DeSantis, 17 Haley, 14 Now, this is interesting. New Hampshire, Trump, 45.7%. Nikki Haley, 18.7%. Chris Christie, 113 Ron DeSantis, 77 Ron DeSantis has a window of time here, folks. If he is going to make a run at the nomination, uh, he better get it moving. Now, I have not watched or paid attention much to what he's done outside of the debates, but I would tell you this, and this is my one way in on Ron DeSantis. When he was delivering pressers during the height of the COVID response, he's a bad man. (laughs) He was a bad dude, and he was making people pay for asking dumb questions And making false accusations, he has softened. He has positioned himself, I think, to attract more independent voters. And I think that that has made him less palatable, less attractive to your run-of-the-mill GOP voter. Okay, uh, right now, I'm going to go to the phone lines. Dr. Kelly Coles is executive director, National School Board's Leadership Council, Partners with uh, Moms for America. We'll talk about that group in just a moment. But Kelly, thank you for your phone call, Dr. Coles. How how are you today? I'm fabulous. Thanks for inviting me on. It's good to have you on. Uh, I got a uh, a screen grab from you. Actually, it was a, a photo. Uh, National School mm-hmm. Board's Leadership Council and Moms for America. Uh, tell us what this is. Well, we do training, school board member trainings, but we also want citizens to come in a process we would call pre-boarding. So there are people who are interested in school boards, what they do, influencing them. They all need to come to the school board training as well. We want all the new school board members in Ohio to come to our training on December 2nd, this Saturday, at the Sheraton in East Lake, Ohio. And then on the 16th, we have another training, different content in Columbus, Ohio. And they just need to reach out to me, uh, Kelly Shepherd Coles at gmail.com. It's on the flyer. Maybe you guys could post that so people could see the contact information on there. I hope it's on there. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Anyway, they could uh, come to this training. What I've done is I've brought in people, national speakers, so people from all over the country. And then a lot of it is just a hands-on executive session, sunshine law, open records, open meetings, what that means, what constitutes a record. We're going to cover that stuff. But we're also going to bring in people who have, have set the stage for bringing the focus of 
our education system back to academics. So one in particular, uh, Dr. Natalie Blastingame is coming from Texas. She's going to talk about a model for a superintendent evaluation that is absolutely beautiful. And it brings the focus of the superintendent back to academics. No more need for him to shake hands and kiss babies because we don't need a PR agent for the school district. We need somebody who's going to help our children excel at academics, stop all the stuff that distracts from the school day and get back to the business of educating children. So it's a beautiful tool that everybody needs to have, whether you're on the school board, you're thinking about running for school board, or you're trying to influence your school board. Same on the 16th, we have a person coming from um, out of state, AJ, uh, AJ uh, Craybell. And uh, now it, we may not agree on some of the philosophy, uh, other philosophy, but we do agree on his bringing the focus back to the academic outcomes of our students and stop the other stuff that's going on that's taking up time and really uh, um, not focusing on academics. I have somebody who's going to come in and talk about children first budgeting. It's a very different way of budgeting when you put the children first. Uh, we have somebody coming to talk about legislation and how to get more of it passed that will protect our students from this harmful ideology that is embedded in our school districts today. So if you want to get trained by people who are not the uh, trainers for feckless bobbleheads and you'd <laughs> like to see your school board do something better than what they've been doing, you need to come to this training. We have a lot of brand new school board members in Ohio. We invite them to come check us out. It's a minimal fee, but that pays for lunch and all the documents that you'll walk away with and some of the speaker uh, travel fees. So uh, we're just hoping for a large group to show up at both events. Uh, Kelly Coles, thank you for sharing that. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes here, so if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to wrap with you a little bit. I think it's really interesting. Um, the attacks that moms for uh, America has received and Moms for Liberty has received. Uh, it's interesting to me that when parents stand up and say, hey, I want to be involved in my kids' education and I want to put academics first, I mean, they are absolutely figuratively slaughtered in the press and oh, by yeah. groups like the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, by the way, was – I think they had their own issues with racism and discrimination uh, a few right. years back. but. What does this tell you about the temperature of the room, so to speak, in this country as parents start standing up and being involved in school board uh, issues? Yeah, more and more need to do that. I mean, we have Terry Newsom in Illinois who simply brought in pictures of the children's books that his children were bringing home, smut pictures, porn pictures, and he showed them to the school board. The FBI got involved and called him a domestic terrorist. From then on, he couldn't travel. TSA would stop him from traveling and do full-on strip searches of him just to cause him more headaches. So there's a lot of people sitting by the uh, wayside, and they're saying, oh, I, I don't want that to happen to me. I'm thinking, you know, God is watching people. And seriously, your, your fear of being called out or being bullied allows children to be abused every single day. Is that okay with you? And, you know, the ones that are standing up, yes, they get bullied. You have to be ready to put on your Teflon coat and just say, but the children are more important than my ego. The children are more important than what, how my neighbors might see me. Or, you know, surely my neighbors will get to know who, what the truth is eventually. Because I witnessed that bullying when I was on two school boards. I saw the bullying from the, the other school board members. I saw it from the administrative staff. 
And I saw it from people in the community who they had made uh, become hysterical about issues that weren't really anything fabulous that you would get hysterical about. But the community members would be brought into that hysteria. But they know how to gin up hysteria. Yeah. Well, they make it pay. They will victimize. Yeah. They will victimize anybody that stands up against their gravy train. One, it's about the money. And two, it's about the political agenda. And both of those are created and worked and worshipped, and they all harm the children. Uh, When the money is focused on the adults, it hurts the children. That's absolutely right. It's interesting to me. A lot of the mainstream outlets will, will publish these stories about how much teachers are paid. And I keep waiting for the expose on how much union leaders are paid. You know, it's interesting right. that taxpayer dollars go to teachers and then unions take dollars from teachers for union dues. And let's look at where they're spending their money, A, their monolithic in their activism, and B, let's look at how much these union bosses uh, make. Hey, we've got to run for now. Um, Dr. Kelly Coles, in, in 10 seconds, where can people learn more about your effort? It's NSBL. .org. Still working on some uh, um, videos that got taken down, but we're trying to get them right back up. But there's some other content there, and you can contact us through that too, as well. Excellent. Dr. Coles, thank you for sharing time with us today. We much appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're rounding third and heading home on this Cyber Monday, November 27th, 2023, on The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network. Find our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com and buy a subscription while you're there for yourself, your kids, your family members. Uh, Until we reach critical mass on the truth, it's going to be hard to influence people to act in the right way. And by the way, I'm not saying that as a progressive, an activist, a conservative, a Democrat. I'm saying that as somebody who believes that Americans and Ohioans not only have a right, but have a need for the truth. And so we work hard at the Ohio Press Network to give that to you every day. Speaking of the truth, uh, this is an interesting article. Uh, David Catron, the American spectator, Bidenomics, the high price of gaslighting, lying to voters about the economy is a losing strategy for Biden. He writes, anyone still wondering why voters trust former President Trump more than President Biden on the economy should read what the White House posted on X about inflation last week. Here's what they posted. Ahead of the holiday season, costs are down for everything from airline tickets and car rentals to toys and TVs. Now, Biden and his underlings continue to believe public disapproval of his disastrous economic performance can be improved with happy talk and cherry-picked statistics. It assumes Americans can't remember how much less the cost of living was when Biden was elected. This is an insult to the intelligence of the voters and a losing strategy. As the Wall Street Journal pointed out, on the same day, The White House posted what I just read. Just driving to grandma's house for Thanksgiving provided a reality check. The regular unleaded gasoline they buy to fuel up on the way 
will be on average 70% more expensive than it was three years ago. And the food, turkey costs about 30% more than it did the month Biden was elected. Rolls, butter, cranberry sauce, and desserts are up 27, 25, 23, and 30% respectively. Few voters will find much to celebrate here. Yet after the recent Consumer Price Index report was released, Joe Biden took a victory lap. Well, he didn't. He couldn't run a lap. He could barely walk from his bed to the phone. Uh, today, he, the, here's what they wrote. Today, we saw more progress bringing down inflation while maintaining one of the strongest job markets in history. At 3.2% annual inflation is now down by 65% from the peak. Gas prices are below 340 per gallon, reflecting an average decline of $1.65 from the peak after Putin's invasion of Ukraine. There's Putin. Uh Democrats can't say anything without Putin. And then, of course, they try to link it to Trump. Uh, Anyway, inflation has come down while the unemployment rate has been below 4% for 21 months in a row. The longest stretch in more than 50 years. While wages, wealth, and the share of working age Americans with jobs are all higher now than before the pandemic. Uh, this This is what Katron says about that. Uh, This interpretation of the CPI report is profoundly dishonest. The 3.2% inflation rate is nearly three times the 1.2% rate that Biden inherited. It's down 65% only because the Biden administration let it skyrocket to 9.1% before attempting to get it under control. That gas is, quote, below $3.40 hardly compares well to the national average of $2.11 that prevailed when Biden was elected. As to wages, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that averagely, average hourly earnings adjusted for inflation for all employees stood at $11.05 in October, down from $11.10 in March of 2020 when the lockdown lunacy began. There's just too many discrepancies between President Biden's claims and voters' experience with the real-world economy. Now, according to Real Clear Politics average, only 38.1% approve of his economic stewardship. Even worse, according to the New York Times Siena poll, swing state voters trust Trump over Biden on the economy by wide margins. Any president for running for re-election must convince voters they're better off than four years earlier. Biden isn't making that sale. This is not merely politically perilous for him. It's a source of perplexity for the corporate media because, you know, they've got to figure out how to spin the tail. And the voters know this, of course. Most of his supporters and many independents see Trump as the victim of an authoritarian regime motivated by fear that they will vote their wallets in 2024. This is why Biden's public approval numbers are so low and Trump's are rising. Despite his eccentricities, Trump's accomplishments are still fresh in the memories of most who enjoyed the peace and prosperity that prevailed before the advent of COVID-19. Moreover, they are at this very moment enduring the consequences of Biden's feeble foreign policy, feckless economic agenda, gaslighting voters is a losing strategy for Biden. RCP, Real Clear Politics, partner of the Ohio Press Network.
their betting averages right now for President Trump, 36.3, Biden, 27.8. Among Republicans, it's Trump, 73.8, to Haley, 12.3. Among Democrats, Biden's at 60, Newsom, 17, Michelle Obama, 7. Kamala away to Washington, D.C. to Cackle Harris, 5.6. Biden's job approval rating, abysmal, 39, 40%. Direction of the country, 65.7% believe that we are on the wrong track. Here's the interesting part. General election matchups. Right now, Trump ahead of Biden, 47.4 to 44.8. Even Ron DeSantis is beating Joe Biden 46 to 45.2 and Nikki Haley 45.3 to 41.3 for Joe Biden. At the end of the day, the Oracle Corinne Jean-Pierre can only spin things so much. And the mainstream press can only spin things so much. Americans are smart, especially when they feel it in their wallet. When you go to the grocery store and you spend $200 and you get like two bags, two small bags of groceries, you go, what's going on here? I mean, you can tell me all day long that the sky is blue, but it's cloudy and raining and I can feel the raindrops. So we'll, uh, we'll take a look at those numbers uh, as the days and weeks unfold. Obviously, it's still very, very early and um, a lot can happen and a lot can be decided. I mean – Joe Biden isn't far from where Barack Obama was leading into his second term. And it's all going to hinge on whether or not Joe Biden can take credit for an economy that corrects if it does correct. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. I don't I don't hope for an economy that's worse than we are today. That would be better for Republicans. But uh, we'll see how it plays out. And uh We'll see you back here tomorrow on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Make sure you set an alarm, 1106. Riley Gaines will be here. You don't want to miss it.